This is what the Lord says. Stand at the crossroads and look. Ask for the ancient paths. Ask where the good way is and walk in it, and you will find rest for your souls. Hello, friends. Today I'm just going to post something very quickly. On Sunday, I spoke at a church in Austin, Texas, and I shared a few things there that I thought might be encouraging to my listeners here. Usually, when I speak at a church, I will pray and see if the Lord has anything for me to share in that particular moment. So it often happens that during the singing part of the worship, when the music is being played, I'll be praying and making notes if there's anything in particular or specific to, for me to share with the church that day. And after the worship time, one of the leaders of the church got up and said that he had on his heart something to share. He thought it might be something for one or more people in the meeting. And he said he felt that there was someone who was about to make a decision, and that decision uh, they knew was not going to lead them closer to the Lord. It was going to lead them away from a life of faith. And he was encouraging them to not make that decision or to rethink that decision. One of the things that I had written down was it's okay to wait. There's nothing wrong with waiting. And when the leader of the church shared what he said, it struck me that perhaps what I had was also for that same person or for those people. So when I got up to bring the sermon before that, I shared a couple of things that I had written down. What I've done is I've separated those out from my prepared remarks. I thought I'd share them with you. And my hope is that what I say will encourage someone who's listening right now. If you're at a place of decision, or if you feel like you need to make a decision and there's pressure on you to do that, then perhaps these words will be an encouragement to you. And also, perhaps it'll be a way to help people that you know. It may be that this message isn't for you, but it's for someone that you know. And then you can share this. The Lord loves his people and he wants to encourage and build up and comfort his people with words like this. That's the New Testament definition of a prophetic word. It's, there's nothing magical about it. It's just the people of God listening in their spirits and then sharing words of encouragement or edification to build people up or words to comfort others. So anyway, th that's the spirit in which I share this with you. It's quick. And later I'll share with you the message that I spoke on Sunday and it's just about Christmas time right now, and the timing was good to talk about why did Jesus come to earth. So that'll be next time. And let's always remember to keep our eyes towards the Lord, not towards ourselves. He is the source of every good thing, and he wants to share all those good things with his people. I want to affirm what Keith said because I had something similar and when he said it I felt like I should say also what's what God put on my heart and I think it's for that same person or people who are on the cusp of making a decision that uh, would lead them on the path that does not lead them to abide in Jesus and the, the phrase that came to me that I wrote down here is there is nothing wrong with waiting if you feel pressure, if you feel either internal pressure 
or pressure from somebody outside of yourself to make a decision and you're not comfortable with that decision, God is saying there's nothing wrong with waiting. There's nothing wrong with waiting. There's a scripture that came to mind after I wrote that sentence down. Those who wait on the Lord are never put to shame. You may think it's shameful or that there may be some shame assigned to you if you don't make a decision, but if you wait on the Lord, you will not be put to shame. The word wait also carries with it the meaning to trust. Those who trust in the Lord are never put to shame. So by choosing to wait, you are putting your trust in the Lord. Don't trust yourself. Don't trust those other voices around you. Trust the Lord. He will tell you what you need to hear when you need to hear it. I heard somebody say the Holy Spirit is never late. He's always right on time. And therefore, the Holy Spirit is never anxious. God's not anxious. He's always on time. Nothing surprises Him. He's helped a lot of people like you go through things like this. He's a really good shepherd. If your heart is moved and you think this is for you, then be obedient to what the Spirit is saying because then you're going to have freedom and then you're going to be on a rock. Even if you don't have clarity about what's going to come or whatever, when you do His will, you're solid. This is true for everybody, of course. Another phrase came to mind that is something that I've said before. I may have said it here, but it came to mind again pretty strongly. The best is always ahead for followers of Jesus. The best is always ahead for followers of Jesus. There's a real tendency, temptation for us as we get older or as we get in certain circumstances to say, well, I guess the best of my life is behind me. The good stuff is back there and up ahead is, you know, looks pretty hard. But the best is always ahead for followers of Jesus. He has promised us many good things and God keeps His promises for His followers. One thing that's a great comfort is that there's a resurrection body coming for us. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If your body is falling apart, if it's letting you down, if it's decaying, like Paul says, outwardly we're decaying, but inwardly we're being built up day by day. That's the way a Christian should go through the last days on earth. This body is clay. It's a jar of clay. However, there is a resurrection body that's ahead, and that one is right and good and will not be subject to decay. My mother died a few years ago of COPD, so she had real trouble breathing. It was a great labor to her and also makes a person very fearful because they can't get their breath. But as soon as her spirit left her body, she was shed of all of that anxiety and pain because the flesh didn't have a hold of her anymore. And then she's going to be re-embodied in a good body. And I've heard somebody say, my goodness, this is turning into a sermon, but how old was Jesus when he was resurrected? Roughly 33, early 30s. I would be happy with a 33-year-old body. (laughs) We're going to be resurrected in our prime. I have a picture of my mom on her, like, 32nd birthday, maybe. This young, vibrant, bright young lady with a 1960s hat on her head. And she's so happy. And I think, okay, when I see her again in a physical body, that's what she's going to be like. She'll be in her prime. For those of you under 30, it's not quite as encouraging. 
<laughs> 30 is a long way in my rearview mirror now. But actually, it's ahead. The best is always ahead for followers of Jesus. Amen. Don't let anybody tell you any different. Amen. The best is always ahead. When we're walking with Jesus, even though we go through a valley of the shadow of death, there are green pastures and still waters up ahead. Always the best is ahead. If we don't follow Jesus, I cannot make that promise to you. He does not promise that for people who don't follow him. We really have to listen for that shepherd's voice and walk with him. And then not only will we be where he wants us to be in the future, we'll be exactly where he wants us to be at this moment. Jesus said to his disciples, Now that you know these things, you will be blessed if you do them. Thank you for listening, and God bless you all.